This episode of Your Catholic Life is brought to you by Iowa Catholic Radio, connecting listeners with Christ, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Also, August 31st to September 9th, yes indeed, my next Great Saints pilgrimage to Rome and Assisi, along with my friend Father Scott Bullock. Go to pilgrimagetorome.com and see what others have said. It's filling quickly, pilgrimagetorome.com. Welcome in, everyone, to Your Catholic Life, a podcast for Catholics by Catholics, helping you grow in your faith. I'm John Leonetti, your host. Discernment, that word, discernment. You know, as Catholics, I think a lot of times we throw around words and think we know what they mean, only to find that in some cases we don't. And I think discernment is one of those words. For instance, we might think discernment is coming to the conclusion of what I want out of a given situation or what I want out of my life. But that's not discernment. Discernment, true discernment, asks what God wants in a given situation, what God wants over the course of my life. And my guest today, she's written an article that I've read more than once on this art of discernment and makes the case that this is something each and every one of us must implement in our daily lives. I think she's one of the better Catholic writers out there today. Here it is, my conversation with Rachel Bowman. Hi, Rachel. Good morning. How are you? You're a good writer. You know that? Oh, thank you You so really much. are. I, I enjoy everything that I read that you write. You have a, a new piece out here that I, I read thoroughly. Discernment is not about choice. And there's so many gems in here. I Honestly, I was thinking to myself, I don't really know where to start. But what do you mean by discernment is not about choice? You know, I think when a lot of people think about, well, I really need to enter into discernment on this, we kind of have reduced it to only making a choice. And I really think that we need to understand discernment as a way of life. Hmm. And I think that's the same thing that St. Ignatius of Loyola, who is really kind of our leader on really what it means to be discernment and to be discerning in the Catholic Church. And I think we just reduced it to only using it when we have like a huge choice to make. You know, what's my vocation going to be? Do I need to live here? Do I need to live there? Which college do I need to go to? And really, it should be such a practice that we're doing it all the time. It's a way of life to be a discerner. I mean, I'm married with four children, and I'm sure that I still discern. I'm still discerning, so. Yeah, you say discernment is also a journey and not a destination. I want to read a a part of this, friends, because this really got me. You say, your vocation cannot be your destination. Your career cannot be your destination. Having children cannot be the destination. Getting married, writing a book, starting a ministry, reconciling with someone that has become estranged, landing your dream job. These things cannot be destinations. In other words, these things cannot be the source of happiness. What do you mean by that? I think especially with young people and even, you know, with, with people my age, you know, we, we tend to always want to say, hey, if I get this thing, then I'll be happy. Mm. If I figure out what my vocation is, especially with young people, if I figure out if I'm called to the religious life, if I'm called to be a priest, called to married life, then everything is going to fall into place. Or if I make sure that I get all these bills paid, everything is going to fall into place. If I have that new car... And so we make an object the source of our happiness, when really the ultimate journey is, of course, to become a saint, to live in eternity with Christ, to be forever with God. And if we have anything else as our destination, 
then it's always going to be empty. It's always going to feel like, well, now I've done everything. And so you see that with people that don't understand their real identity of being a discerner forever, it being a journey of, of a lifelong commitment of trying to discern, is this where God is calling me to be? Mm-hmm. And that never stops. And I think if we continue to say that it's only based on choice, then you choose and you're done. But it has to be something that you're constantly doing. God, I think God tries to communicate this to us right there uh, in the beginning uh, of Genesis. You know, we, we are the highest point of God's creation, uh, the, the human person, in both creation stories. And that means that everything, all the created world, all the created goods that are out there are there then to serve us. And I, I think what you're, you're getting at here, especially in your writing, is that when we invert that, when we begin to serve those things... Uh, yeah. then then the human person uh, falls. And so we have to reorder our life now and all the chaos and all the messiness to him and allow those other things to serve us. Right. And we tend to make possessing something the, the epitome of ownership. You know, we do it with things, like if I have that, but we also do it with people. We do it with our relationships. You know, if I have that person's affection, if I have that person's attention, then I will feel completely fulfilled. But in reality, the, you will have a God. It depends on what you're going to make it. And so God really needs to be the source of your life, the source of your happiness. And it can't be anything else. We, we have all these other little gods that we try to put in place, but, but ultimately everything is empty if he is not number one constantly. Mm-hmm. You give a practical way to be able to help uh, aid us in this, and that is practicing silence. The school of silence, huh? That's hard. It is extremely hard. You know, I went on my first silent retreat a few years ago, and my husband is just great with silence. I I swear he was meant to be a contemplative, (laughs) but he loves silence. So the first night of of complete silence, this first 24 hours, I had become so ingrained in it. And I remember we had a few minutes where we could break the silence, and I called him to apologize. (laughs) And I told him, I said, you know, all this time you've been trying to get me to really embrace silence. And I think we fear silence because we're afraid of what we're going to hear. Mm. Because the voice that we've always heard has been telling us how horrible we are and how we're not worth anything and how you're bad at this and you're, you're less than. But the voice of God just longs within us. It's this still quiet voice. But if we really embrace that silence, we can really discern well because that's the voice you need to hear. You need to be able to peel away every other voice that was put there and be able to discern only with his leading, only with his voice. You talk about practicing interior reflection. I want to read a piece of this here. You say, we are surrounded with trigger warnings and blame games and so many reasons to be offended. Our reactions are often exterior and never, ever interior. Interior reflection means that we must grow accustomed to looking inward before ever looking outward. Boy, that's brilliant, Rachel. <laughs> God, thank you so much. It really you know, is. Lord, I've been so generous in that. But the, we do, we always want to play the blame game. You know, I, it, a good example, I went to my first spiritual director, you know, a while back, and I remember going to him, and I sat for an hour, and he told me to tell him about myself. And after my hour was up, he looked at me and he said, you've really talked about nothing. Like, you haven't said anything about yourself. Hmm. You've talked about all of these other things. And I really found that I really lacked an interior reflection when really at the end of the day, that should be the thing. And even yesterday, I was sitting down looking at something on Twitter, 
and immediately was just enraged. You know, that is definitely, social media is a place to become enraged mm-hmm. and offended all the time. And I thought to myself, am I going to really respond to that? Is that going to sow life? Is it going to sow hope? Is it going to sow anything that leads someone to God? And that's really the ultimate question and discernment. You know, is this awakening the love of God in me? Is this awakening me to want to know Him more and to be loved by Him more? And if you can't practice interior reflection, you'll never be able to answer that question. Last time you were on this show, I said you need to get a book. Have you got? Are you working on it? I am. Yes. I am. <laughs> what? What? You, can you share any details, or are they all still hidden? Yeah, you know, I'm actually. It's probably coming out. I think 2022, God willing. And oddly enough, it's actually going to be a book about becoming a wife because I think there's a lot of there's a lack of, of philosophical and theological understanding of what it means to be spouse, especially for the woman. And I think that this would be a hopefully a valuable work for for every person, man or woman. One of my priesthood friends he said, you know, I can't wait to read this. I think this will help in my ministry. Yeah. And yeah. I think that it'll be really a beautiful thing for us to understand who we are and who we're meant to be in our vocation, especially for women and then especially for men as they read it, hopefully. So I'm a big fan, Rachel. You do great work. Your, your, your writing is just, I, I think you're one of the better writers out there right now in the Catholic Thank world, you. and I mean that sincerely. And <laughs> those that are listening to my show right now know that uh, I, I don't say that to everyone. Uh, so keep up the good work. All right, Rachel? Thank you so much, Don. All right. That's Rachel Bullman, everyone, on discernment. So there you have it, friends. I think the first place to begin is asking the Holy Spirit to lead us to a good spiritual director. Like I said, you want to be a saint? I know I do. They had spiritual directors, and we should as well. We can't do this on our own. Friends, make sure to share this and other episodes of Your Catholic Life on Facebook and Twitter, inviting them to take part in the show. Visit our website, yourcatholiclifepodcast.com as well. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I'm John Leonetti signing off here on Your Catholic Life. Remember, the only way to happiness is by holiness. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Thank you.